Welcome to TCISD Talks, a podcast where we dive into the heart of Texas City Independent School District. Join us as we journey through insightful conversations, celebrate achievements, and explore innovative ideas that shape our school district. So whether you're a parent, a student, an educator, or simply someone who cares about the power of education, get ready to dive into the stories that make TCISD shine. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and engaged, because TCISD Talks starts now. Welcome to a new episode of TCISD Talks. I'm Clarissa Silva. And I'm Melissa Tortorisi. In this episode, we're putting the spotlight on TCISD's Reach Out campaign and its approach to ensuring every student's presence matters. So with us are Deputy Superintendent for Support Services, Dr. Terry Birchfield, and Tech City High School Principal Lincoln Hippolyte. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> we're glad you're both here. Thank you. Can't wait to talk about something wonderful like Reach Out. <laughs> so first off, let's take a look at, you know, tell us about why it's important for regular school attendance and for students to be here each day. Well, I'll take a start at it, and then Hippolyte can talk about it from a campus perspective. But globally, you know, the state only allows you a certain amount of days every year to be absent, and then you don't get credit for being in the class. But more importantly, I would say looking at it from a social, emotional uh, aspect, we want our kids in school. We want them there. We want them learning. Uh, every minute that they're not in a class, if they're absent, it takes away from that instructional momentum of the class. It takes time to, to build back up um, the curriculum areas that they've missed. And so uh, we, we just want to do everything we can to get our kids here in, in a timely fashion, on time, every day, because every day matters. You know, I, and those are great points, and I like to add to that. Uh, consistent attendance for students uh, is extremely important for us on the campus. Uh, it keeps them consistent with the curriculum. Uh, we, we know that there's a positive correlation to uh, success and passing and graduation requirements, uh, four-year graduation when students come to school on a consistent basis. You know, the other thing that, that it does for our students is that it provides an opportunity to consistently be involved. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we offer right. a lot of activities on campus, uh, organizations and clubs, and we don't want any student to miss out on that. And so to enjoy that and build that self-esteem, uh, to build those uh, skills, soft skills, to uh, communication skills, being involved in those different things also builds that that uh, success rate for moving th through those four years. So, But to do that, they have to come to school, and we want them there every single day because you never know which day you might miss mm -hmm. something extremely important. Right. right. And so that's that's one of the biggest things for us. And I would just say one piece of information, just that chronic absenteeism at the age uh, by sixth grade is like one of the biggest indicators that a child will drop out of high school. So it's really those early years where we set that standard to get kids here each and every day that is really critical for the success later on, like high school. Well, and if they have a, a good habit of always coming to school, then that habit you know, early, mm -hmm. and like you said, continues through middle school and high school, but then continues as you're an employee. You become Absolutely. a good employee at work if right. you have have good attendance. So, and and you made a good point of, of talking about, you know, w we would love for kids to be here every day. We know that that's not always realistic. Someone, you're going to get sick, and if you're sick, we don't want you to, to necessarily come to school. 
But we're talking about chronic absenteeism. When they're missing two or more days every single month, which ends up being 10% of the school year, which ends up being a whole month of school gone. And that's where it really can be devastating and impactful. Absolutely. And, you know, the the longer kids are out of school, the more that they – I'm going to speak on self-esteem. The more they come, the more success they have, right? And so when they fall behind, the more they're out, they fall behind, they miss assignments, they may acquire some zeros. And so then they get to a point they fall in a rut. And, and, yeah. and it's kind of like, well, I have too much now on my plate to try to catch up. How that's, do I that's dig hard myself to get out, out of. And they don't like asking and, for help. And they right. just take a hit on that self-esteem. So we want them with us. So we want to be able to build them up and make sure that they don't fall behind. Right. That's, that's a great point. So, okay, so last year then, to um, combat chronic illness, we went full force out into the district with our, our volunteer teams uh, from the district level as well as communities. So tell us about the reach out last year um, that we did and, and tell us all about that. So we did two reach out walks last year, really exciting. In the fall, we really focused on our students that we were expecting to come back into the district, but they hadn't come back really looking for primarily our high school students, finding out uh, where they've gone, what they had done, um, did they enroll in other campuses, have they moved. And then we had a lot of uh, elementary kids that we were expecting back that didn't come back. So what we did was go out into the neighborhoods, we knocked door to door a little too early, we're gonna change that this year, folks, a little too early for some families, and really did an outreach. It was a true, true outreach. Our shirts, as you can see, say uh, Texas City ISD Reach Out. They're but nice and bright, bright yellow, so people will see us coming. Exactly. Uh, we we did um, our best to say to families, why aren't you in school? Why, why isn't your child in school? What can we do to really support it? We found kids, unfortunately, that were in situations that needed a little extra help, some transportation issue. We had families that um, didn't really know how to maneuver the, the, the system, the online registration that was new to them. They hadn't registered their kids. Some kids needed some counseling, and they were afraid mm-hmm. to send them to school because they'd gone through a really traumatic issue. So our goal was really to not just say, hey, we need your kids here in school, but to say, we really want your kids in school and we really want to provide the resources that would help get them there. And I think we reached uh, out to maybe over 150 families last year. We had more that we could have gone to, but based on the number of volunteers, we had a great turnout. I think we had maybe over 50 volunteers that first reach out. And then we did it again in the spring, and the spring was so exciting because we really focused on chronic absenteeism. Those kids that were going to hit that mark of um, that 10% that you spoke about, and we reached out to them in a little different uh, venue. We said, okay, your kids enroll, but we really need them to come to school. And we talked about the academic um, gaps that were being caused by not being there. Uh, And we had over 75 um, people helping volunteer. We have over 85 people who are going to go out with us on September 16th. So we'll have a lot more teams and a lot more kids that we can touch, for sure. You know, I think it's a great program that Dr. Dor- uh, Dr. Birchfield and her team put together um, with the support of Dr. Dorte. Uh, but, you know, for, for me in, in Texas City High School, and, and I'm, I'm sure I speak for the rest of the campuses as well, I think the parents see the, 
the the love, the care, the mm-hmm. you know having that conversation on on their turf, on mm-hmm. at their at home rather than over the phone. They don't get to see a friendly face. Uh, I think it just shows how much the district really, really cares uh, to go out, go above and beyond, and have those conversations sitting on a couch or on a front porch. And we found that parents are a little more open. Mm-hmm. You know, kids as well That's are more point. open to let us know exactly what they need uh, versus talking on the phone to someone they can't see and maybe, you know, trust comes with a face-to-face. And so we got a lot of, we gathered a lot of information from that. Like you said, you know, kids might need transportation, kids may need clothes, they may need some emotional support. You know, sometimes we'll bring a counselor out to the home as well, you know, provide that support right on the spot so that we can jumpstart that kiddo's academic career once again. So I think it was a a very positive event and I look forward to uh, participating again. And I, I love that my favorite part of that whole thing was that us talking to the parent and saying, what do you need from us? How can exactly. we help you get your child in school? And um, we have so many resources at our fingertips and so many things available that I don't think parents realize. And so that was crucial for us to get in front of them at home and let them know. Exactly. So great job. And you're absolutely right. We, we had um, parents who said they need the counselor. They needed to talk to the social work. They social worker, they had uh, just lost their job. They didn't really know what to do or, or where to turn to. So having those, um, that information readily available for them to hand over may, made all the difference in the world. Perfect. Yeah, no, and I, that, like you, like um, Mr. Hippolyte was saying, is the fact that you're able to go out there and put a face to it. Because I think, you know, people expect, oh, I'm just going to get a phone call saying, hey, your kid's not in school, you need to come to school, right. or a truancy letter or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we have volunteers, staff members, you know, building that connection with the community and the parents to say, you know, we're here to help you. And I don't think sometimes, I think parents don't understand that, that we're here to help them and we're, you know, we're going to make it as easy as possible for their kids to come to school each day because it's really important. And I think that's a great point too, is that this was not a truancy visit. This Correct. was, right. this was a, we we want to help visit, you know, we're extending a hand and saying, how can we be a part of your academic journey and getting you back on track? You know, we're not reporting you, we're helping you. So I right. think that's a great point. And I think families really recognize that. So this is kind of, it's different. You know, I don't think people quite under, you know, expect school districts to do something like this. So how did this idea come about and be like, this is how we're going to approach, you know, absenteeism and getting our kids back in, into school. And we're, this is how we're going to approach it and do things a little bit differently. Well, I will tell you that attendance is critical in our district and, and for all the right reasons. We want them in school. But we also know that um, oftentimes um, just sending a note home or giving a phone call isn't enough to get them there. Dr. Duarte, and, and you were right, she, she was kind of the, the person who helped spearhead the idea to me. She said that they'd done it in a different district that she was part of. And that that opportunity to really connect with family, to build those relationships, was critical to, to what we wanted to accomplish. So uh, she said, hey, Terry, I think this is a great idea. Let's go. And, and then I worked with my team and said, you know what, what's the best way? Where do we get our best results? And usually it comes from those face-to-face conversations. When you go out into the community, when you go into the neighborhoods, that's when you really 
are able to, to meet people at, at the place, I like the way Hippolyte said it, where they feel most comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and they're able to show a little bit more vulnerability than they would if they're sitting in a big auditorium listening about the, the benefits of attendance. And it also helped us on a personal level because it, it was truly a one-to-one. It was, and we didn't go out in teams of six or seven. We went out in teams of two or three. So it was a conversation. It wasn't a, a, an entire group of people saying, hey, your kid needs to be in school, and this is why, and this is how you're going to get in trouble, and we're turning you into the truancy officer. So I think the, the fact that Dr. Dorte had done it before, she could give us some guidance. And then uh, once we had success with the first event, we're like, okay, we, we, we've tackled our, our kids who aren't in school yet, but now we really need to tackle the attendance piece. So it, I think that was the benefit of it for us. Well, definitely. And, you know, and I also, too, you know, you talk about having uh, 75 and 85 volunteers. There's a lot of um, one community members that join us in the mm-hmm. everyday, you know, operations of our school district uh, that support us. But then there's also a lot of employees here that are graduates of Lamarck mm-hmm. and Texas City mm-hmm. High Schools. That, that There's three Lamarck High School graduates yeah. sitting at this right, table right, right, right here on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, sorry, sorry, Terry. Terry. We are Lamarck Cougars. Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, TCHS. <laughs> uh, but you know, so so it really shows that we have folks that work for this for this school district that are con- truly connected to this community, and they love this community and they want to see this community uplifted. And it starts with our kiddos. We are very blessed in Texas ISD to have a great community who is, mm-hmm. who really does um, step up when when they need to and and steps up when they don't necessarily. It's not crucial. Also, we we are we are lucky for that. So yeah. I did want to talk about the success um, of the last year and did we see an uptick in attendance after visiting and 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 what what's our goal for this year what do, what do we hope to achieve with this year's walkout or reach out well, you know as dr dorte says we're going to dream big and the big dream is every house we go to we get an answer to where a kid is and how to get a mac in school and and the, i think the best successes we had was after we get back we do a nice little form that tells okay this is the family this is what they need this is um how we can best communicate with them about those needs. And then we send that information to the campuses. And that goes to counselors and, like I said, the district social worker or maybe our homeless liaison, and then they connect. So the connection, the the follow-up piece to actually sending that information was we we were able to get, and, and it wasn't a lot of students, but it was eight kids from that first walk that had not registered. And that was in a short time frame. But then kids kept trickling in saying, hey, you you came to our house. We're ready to come back to school now. And and it's an ongoing uh, recovery for some of our campuses to get those kids back. Our attendance, I I will tell you that we left notes for uh, families that we could not reach. And we just left a little note that said, hey, your kid isn't here at school. We notice and we want you to know. And we left a phone number for them to call. And they said, hey, you came by our house. Um, uh, they're going to be in school tomorrow. Or they've been sick. And I've forgotten to send notes. But I'm getting those doctor notes. So so I think the awareness was really out there. And and just the positive um, feedback from those experience let us know that it's something we need to do this year. And I love that you talked about our community members and how they want to outreach. Because... 
that that's word of mouth is, you know, we had some great publicity thanks mm-hmm. to our communications department and, and even Galveston Daily News. And, and people are like, okay, I want to be part of that. I want to help get those kids in. And, and even if it's at a level where I just knock on a door on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they may not all have come in in numbers and droves, but I think that outreach just speaks volumes to our community that we're willing to go that extra mile. And the consistency, if we continue to do this, and right. people will, um, it will just become a natural, natural thing, and people will be on the lookout for it. And know the more we do it, of course, the more they know that we do have these resources. And I think it's important for parents to realize too that it's never too late. I mean, you Correct. know, if they're they're missing and they're behind, you know, if we can get them back coming consistent consistently, then we could get them caught back up academically where where they've lagged for missing. So I think people need to know it's not too late. It's never too late. Absolutely. I agree with that point. Uh, you know, we have tons of resources on campus. And uh, long as if we can just get them there, we can get them inside the building, then we will take care of the rest. We will make sure that every kid uh, graduates from Tech City High School and we will make sure that every kid has you know, success post-secondary. So we just have to get them there. Yeah, and we know Lamarck High School will do the same thing. Absolutely. And and I will just say that um, one of uh, we were talking about the success stories. There was a, a student who was visited and by a community member and another, um, and a district representative. And the kid's like, look, I want to go to school. I want to graduate. But I, but I need to put food on the table for my family. They need more money. We're working that community member gave him his card and said, I've got a job for you. I can give you a job where you can go to school and then come work later. So those are the connections that we're making that, that show that our community is 100%. And that just gives me goosebumps because there, there are caring people that want our children our community's children to be successful because, you know, the more successful they are, then the more successful our community is, you know, I agree. Absolutely. So we're, you know, this is our second year doing this. What is like our ultimate goal for this? What, what are we hoping to do with this walk as we continue to go forward and pull people in hopefully? Well, Raise the awareness of the importance of being in school and staying in school. That, that's the number one goal. I mean, to make sure that, that our families know that um, we, are, we are willing to, to reach out in any way possible to get their kids in school. And then once they're here, to make sure they're successful. Mm-hmm. That, you know, nothing is more disheartening than a kid who is in school who decides not to be in school. And our dropout rate um, is improving because I think we've built in those layers of support for students, whether it's social, emotional, academic. We are doing our due diligence, if not more, to get kids involved in programs and that extracurricular. Mm-hmm. We're making school more exciting for kids to be there. So our goal is just to get that word out and and maybe in just, like you said, in a different venue. Um, but... We have a lot more volunteers, so we can reach a lot more kids. We can knock on a lot more doors this year, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that, you know, we have 80 now for the fall and that that'll snowball into 100 volunteers, which means we're sending families. um, I mean, we're going to probably each team went to five or six families. So if we have 40 teams at five or six families, I mean, 
that's close to 300 kids we'll be able to reach out to. Right. And that, that to me is exciting, um, just just creating those connections. Right, that's that's great. I, I, I was able to do one of the um, reach outs um, last year, and it was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being able to talk to our kids and our families and um, just, you know, try to get them, try to get them back. So. And you can see it in parents' eyes because this is one of those, I want to call misnomers or, or thoughts, is, yeah, you just want my kid in school because he's worth $150 a day to the district. And when they see us face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, they know we care. It's not right. about it's not about uh, an amount of money that your kids are bringing in. But, yeah, that is how we educate our kids. But it's well, really- it takes money to run a school district, to pay teachers. And whether there's five kids in the classroom or, or 15 kids, your teacher's making the same um, amount. But the big picture is we want them to have solid foundations academically right. so that they can go forward and do whatever it is their hearts desire, whether it's a, a, a trade job or the military or college, you know, or stepping right out into the workforce. We want them to have the choice. We don't want others making the choice for them, and they have to be in school to be able to do that. Right. Right. We want to build. We want to create those options for them. Uh, you know, and like I said, and I, I always go back to community and building this partnership. You know, the more people that we 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 partner with, that this this awareness becomes a household thing. Mm-hmm. And so yes. now, you only not only do you get back the kids that have been out for a while. But those families now start talking to other families. Yes. And so even though we may not reach every household, this awareness will reach every household. And so that's why I think the, the whole program is extremely important that we partner with these community partners. And so I'm excited. It's great. So Tech City ISD community, be on the lookout September 16th for bright neon yellow shirts that say Tech City ISD reach, reach out. You will see us coming. Not too early. Not too early. Yeah, we're, we're going to come a little bit later, wait for you to wake up. Yeah, we figure if people have a hard time getting to school on a regular school day, maybe we shouldn't wake them up super early on Saturday morning, right? Unless we have breakfast burritos with us, which we do not. <laughs> eh, maybe maybe something to think about next year. Correct. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was a great topic. I hope everybody listens to it and knows what we're trying to do with this. And maybe either they'll be on the lookout for us or they'll join us next time. Absolutely. Appreciate the time. Thank you. That wraps up another episode of TCISD Talks, your window into Texas City ISD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and gained valuable tips and perspectives. TCISD Talks is brought to you by the dedicated team in the Texas City ISD Communications Department, committed to keeping you connected and informed. Be sure to tune into our next episode where we'll continue to explore the stories, ideas, and advice that shape the learning journey for our students, parents, and educators. Thanks for joining us on TCISD Talks. For more updates and news, visit our website at www.tcisd.org and connect with us on social media. Until next time, remember, together we succeed.